okay, so it, it's fixed him to not come into your home. Because before, it used to say the town mascot, Yamacho, comes in several times a day and tries to bake a white cake. He ends up setting the house on fire. There is no way to get him to leave as he is not a normal sim or a way I can stop him. I even locked the door and he still comes in and tries to make me a white cake. Wait, I'm sorry. You're telling me that Sims players have been harassed by like a rogue AI? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that he they have in. no way they have no way of controlling because he's not nope. a normal sim. He comes in, tries to bake a white cake and starts a fire. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 119 of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. I am your host, Patrick Dennehy, and joined with me this week, it's Chris Montpetit. I'm not actually here. I'm actually just a copy of myself. That's true, yeah. Chris is Chris is not here at the moment. But you know who is here? Pasquale Galuzzo. I might be here physically, but mentally, I'm definitely not. Yeah, you don't have to tell us that. We've known we, that. For we've known that. For, yeah, but 100, eleven yeah. episodes. We've known that the, one. The twelve years oh, of my life that I've known for you. you. To figure it out. No, no, no. The twelve years of my life that I've known you. I've as soon as I saw you, the second I laid my eyes on you, buddy, I'm like that man. He's he, he might be here physically, but his brain, he's on fucking Mars right now. Oh yeah. Beautiful. There isn't a single relevant thought happening right there. <laughs> But this, this is the Let's Get Gaming podcast, your number one spot for all things video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. We got a show. We got a show to do tonight, and we're, we're going to do the show because, God damn it, we're millennials, and we got to create content. It's something that's ingrained deep within our DNA. We, we have to produce. We got to grind. You know what? There is yeah. something I saw recently, actually, where they're, they're adding a new generation between millennials and Gen Zs. Illennials or whatever they're called. It's I, if you're born I, in 92, I, I, 92 and onwards up till when Gen Z. I, I, I've also heard about that. And I think yeah. like what's the, 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 the deciding characteristic is that we remember 9-11 or something. No, or you it don't ha- remember it. I remember it. Or, so 92 wouldn't really make sense then. Yeah. No, that does. Maybe you don't. Re- I don't remember the reasoning. Wouldn't, but, it, yeah. wouldn't it be like 99? This no, is one that, of the, I don't one think of that was the, the reason. One of the few anecdotes that you have brought into the show, and I don't right? think you know. I don't think you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I saw it briefly. Didn't really take it into account. Right. But yeah. I figured I'd mention it. So, you, are you mentioning this because you yourself would be considered an illennial? No, I wouldn't. That's how old I am. I'm, I'm a ninety-one. Because I, I still would be considered millennial. Yeah, yeah, I forget you're old. Yeah, no, I would yeah. be an, an illennial instead of a millennial. Illennial. Yeah, you're Ill. but the problem I have with that is that I've kind of I've kind of built my whole personality around being a millennial. Well, according you know? according to Urban Dictionary, an illennial uh, is someone with a deep love and sexual attraction for the music from the artist Elenium. So, yeah. um, like that's wrong, right? No, yeah. So, so I definitely am an illennial in that case. Mm. Um, because you know, I just, yeah. Here's just, another one: a highly religious, sex-driven group of people who would rather scream and cry to sad music instead of attending therapy to deal with their internalized issues. 
I don't, I don't appreciate being called out publicly, <laughs> even though this is a public forum. Pasquale, what kind of news are you watching where this is the kind of stuff that they're discussing? Mm. I don't know. I saw it on like Instagram or something just randomly. Mm. Okay. Do you believe everything you see on the internet? You see, yeah. You, know, you might be old. Yeah. Pasquale, give me one thing that you've seen on the internet recently that you do not believe in. Uh, I don't remember seeing anything. Well, you because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not that it wasn't believable; it's just that it wasn't very interesting. That I needed to be persuaded about. Uh, I feel like we. Did we you know that? This, right? Did you know that Gullible's no longer in the dictionary? Yeah, they removed it. Wow. Yeah, they removed ah. it because because of the issues with Congress mm-hmm. back in two, 2018. 2018, they took it out. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Anyway, hey, you want to know something actual, actually crazy? It's been a while since okay. we've done one of these. But I have prepared. I put a lot of a lot of work has gone into this episode, by the way, in case you haven't noticed. And you know what? You you should appreciate it. So why don't you, you give us a nice give us a nice little five star review? That's right. We're we're pimping the channel mm. at the beginning of the podcast. Trying something new, something that we've been told to do since the beginning, but we've never done it. Yeah. Anyway, we, we got it. We got an am I the asshole? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. To start the show, before we get into what we've been playing, am I the asshole for changing? Yes. Am Sorry. I the asshole <laughs> for changing my husband's PC password when he hasn't completed his end of our deal? All right. Okay. My husband and I made a deal. We're both gamers, and we both have our own PCs. The deal was that if he cleaned our room, a mess of mostly his making, everything off the floor, including vacuuming, he could get more RAM for his PC. We went to Micro Center on a Saturday to get the RAM, because that was the best day to do it. But he hadn't even started on the room at this point. The RAM is currently in his PC, and it has been for well over a week. The only part that has been cleaned is under the desk, and he's not even finished with it. I asked the mutual male friend, one who is also a gamer, what I could do as a sort of incentive to get his butt into gear, as and he suggested changing his password. Mm. That suggestion was given on Monday. It's now Thursday. And I'm just so tired of of the floor not even being vacuum ready that I went through with changing the password. Mm. Mm. Now, the time wouldn't matter as much if he had a full-time job or was even using his time wisely. He works five days a week, and his longest shift is only six and a half hours. And that's only for one of the days. I understand wanting downtime outside of work. We have a two-year-old, and he's a lot of work, too. But I'm the one who does most of his caretaking. My husband changes diapers every so often, which I'm grateful for. He usually feeds him one of his meals a day. But he doesn't watch him as often by himself. At most, two hours a day while I'm at work. He spends most of his free time on his PC, gaming and watching YouTube videos. That hasn't changed to accommodate a cleaning schedule being added to it. When he is cleaning, he's going slow while watching videos. And he's definitely filling filling most of his free time with games or talking to his friends. Now, if you're thinking maybe that there's a lot of space for him to clean, you would be wrong. 
There is maybe a total of 20 feet. So there's not much to actually clean. A lot of it is really just trash mixed with clothes that need to be put away or into the laundry. Whatever else he has scattered around at the time. I honestly feel like just throwing absolutely everything out if my husband can't motivate himself to clean properly. As of right now, he is so mad at me for changing his password. And he said he doesn't even feel like working on the room because of it. <laughs> so, to summarize, he's had four days off, each of which he spent the majority of it gaming. His days before work watching videos. And the only part of the room that he's gotten clean was under the desk. And it's not even finished. He doesn't do any housework except for cooking one meal a week. And he usually orders pizza instead of mowing the lawn once or twice a week. I do everything else. I don't want criticism on my husband, myself, or our relationship. I just want to know if I'm in the wrong for changing his password. All right, well, here's the thing. I'm going to criticize the husband. Yeah, and your, seriously. And end your relationship. Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, so we're just going to get that out of the way. There's going to be heavy, heavy criticism. Uh-huh. And, I, I, and I welcome everyone, even you at home, to join us in it. Um, but let's, let's just answer the question. Is she an asshole for changing the password on his computer? No. No. Not, not Honest, all, right? Honestly, she should have she uninstalled the RAM at this point. <laughs> I, I, first of all, I, I bet they feel foolish for even going to a store to buy RAM because you can just download that off the internet. So. Of course, everyone knows you can just upgrade your RAM by downloading <laughs> you it. You just download more RAM, so that's kind of foolish. Um, I feel that this is this is a surprisingly common thread that we always seem to stumble upon once or twice whenever we do these Am, am I the Assholes. Uh, I feel like this this woman does not have a husband. She has a large child yes. that, that she married <laughs> I didn't realize that child marriage was legal in this day, but uh, well, you know, they didn't say where this was, but well, you know, hey, well, they said they the said micro center. I know that's in the states. Yeah, that's that's definitely in the states. It, it it makes me wonder if maybe there's some sort of mental health issue he's he has that he can't get around to clean everything because mm. he's like he has a time clearly, right. He doesn't seem to want to do it, based on what you're saying. Are you saying? I mean, are you saying like uh, a mental issue, or are you saying like he might have a physical issue? No, like a, like a, more like a mental issue. Like if uh, like a hoarder, for example, where if you touch their stuff, they they freak out. Like they don't want you to move anything, right? Are you, something along that line potentially. Do you think it's right. like part of like the tism or something? Uh, who knows? <laughs> you know what? And, and hey, look. I'll be honest with you. There are some times when my place is a mess and I'm like, I should really clean up because it's getting gross. And I'm like, I, I, well, you know, I, I can do it later on today. I got stuff going on, right? I, I, yeah. I understand to an extent being like, okay, I'll, I'll get it clean. Um, but again, I'm, I'm the kind of guy who throws out utensils because I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to, I don't have to deal with it with that, uh, you know. At least you're throwing it out and not throwing it like on the floor. Yeah, no, you know, Just they're going into the proper receptacles. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, I think it's different because, well, for one, I don't have a child here. Yes. Right. Yeah. So if I if there was a child here, then, yeah, I would probably want to keep things a little bit cleaner because those things are trying to kill themselves every second of the day. And I don't want to give them any more ammunition to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that bothers me is that there was there was an agreement to this. Yeah. You know, it, it it's mm. not like, hey, can you just clean the room? It's like, OK, 
Well, you clean the room. In exchange, you'll get this thing. Yeah. This Fair. thing being more more RAM on the PC. Mm-hmm. From what I've from what we're reading here, he got more RAM on his PC. He got the, uh, the benefit. And yet Yeah. He didn't have and to yet do the, the work, action. Yeah, the work was not done. Which, which See, I the have a problem, problem there is he got the reward before doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's no that. there's no incentive for the child to do the chore. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. And again, maybe like Pasquale, like you said, maybe there is like some underlying issues, issues that aren't being sorts. talked about, right? That that's maybe preventing yeah. him one way or another, or he's just uh, being a little lazy piece of shit, you know. <laughs> Look, we're not we're not gonna sit here, us three white males, and start talking about mental health issues, especially for men, because uh, those aren't real. Um, yeah, of course, everyone knows that. Do your shit, clean your house. Not even mm-hmm. clean your house, clean clean your room. Take care of your I child. Mean, take care of your child, and then you yeah. can, you can play video games. I, I'm not. I don't think I don't think we're here as being like this man shouldn't be allowed to play his video games. I think that's the, yeah. that's a totally fair thing to do. But I mean, you know. When you have keep your kids child alive, do, yeah, keep your kid alive, keep your marriage healthy, clean your room. Yeah, yeah, you have so priorities, she's, she's and you got you've got priorities in your life. Uh, one of them is you have a child to look after. Yeah. Uh, the other mm-hmm. one is you have a relationship to to manage and a household to run or co-run, yeah. however you want to say that. Yeah, um, but. Sounds like he's barely doing either of these, and that's a problem. Yeah, I, I definitely would not say that the wife is the asshole, but the, no, the, she's not. The, the husband here needs to uh, step up. Definitely, definitely. I would just clean up. You know, it's a gross <laughs> situation. Like if you, if you're if you're if your living space is getting that dirty, mm. you, you know, you got to do something. I'm about curious it. how much of a mess that twenty feet is. Like well, have you have you ever watched Hoarders? Yes. Yeah, you, you'd be am, you'd be amazed how much twenty feet can pile up. <laughs> this this man yeah. surrounded by like carcasses of like rotisserie chicken from Longos. Oh God! Probably a you know a couple crushed cans of Red Bull. You know, for him and the boys when, when they're on that yeah. grind. Got that uh, code red Mountain Dew and Doritos. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. of course you know he's got the shit bucket just mm. uh... and the piss bottles. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah. rancid all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't anyway, know. yeah, I, next I, time... I don't know. It's just, I understand being lazy and not wanting to do something, but, like, at the same time, you got to do your shit. I I have a weird position on laziness. Sure. Right? And, and, and you guys might not agree with it, and that's fine, because I really don't care. But I'm, I'm, I have no issue with someone being lazy if the only person that they're hurting is themselves. Yes, I agree with Fair. that. Right? Yeah. Like, if you want to – look, man, you want to take the day off? You, you had a long week. You've been dealing with a lot of stuff. You have a day off. You, if you want to do nothing, more power to you. Go ahead. However, if there's people that are relying on you for something – uh-huh. And your your laziness is actively negatively affecting other people that rely on you. Mm-hmm. Then that's a problem. That's an absolute. Yeah. That's absolutely a problem. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. The, clean your room. <laughs> Grow up. Uh, I, I would say that this person is is not the asshole for changing the password on their husband's uh, PC. Yeah. Be good. 
If anything, get a pair of clippers and uh, cut the power cable. <laughs> but maybe bend a couple pins on the RAM. Yeah, you know, maybe you should maybe just... smash the whole computer. Just, you yeah, you know, just cover it in the uh, Mountain Dew Code Red. Yeah, pee on it. Yeah, piss well, on it. For, for dominance. You're, yeah, you for dominance. Yeah, for it's dominance. your property now. So we're all in agreement, not the asshole? Yeah, yeah not, not the, the asshole. asshole on this one. All right. Well, there we go. The husband Good is, job. though. Yeah, I, know. I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Maybe they, you know, but but we have the rules here. We could only make judgments based on what was written. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, you, you guys had a deal. You did your part. He didn't do his. That's mm-hmm. It's pretty, pretty cut and dry. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that out of the way, uh, you guys want to talk about what you've been playing for these last uh, seven days? Yeah, sure. Uh, we don't. Have, I mean, we don't have to. We can just move yeah. on to the next section. You know, it's, 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 I mean, I want to. I personally, I want to talk about Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Hey, I would love to hear about that? Wonder. You go ahead. Holy shit! Okay, so I, I did pick up Mario Wonder on on release day. I yep. did. I did. I did make the decision to forego Spider-Man Two, in order mm-hmm. to to get Mario Wonder and, and get through it. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm assuming. Why well, I, I know Mario Mario Wonder's price isn't going anywhere, but Spider-Man Two's absolutely will at some point. So right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not That's too upset fair. about that. Uh, let me say, Mario Wonder is it's an absolute joy. It's an absolute joy. There are numerous, numerous points throughout my time playing the game that I have like a, a stupid childlike smile on my face, <laughs> which is, you know, and and uh, I remember having a, a very similar feeling when I, for the first time I played Mario Odyssey, mm-hmm. all those oh. years ago in 2016 when that game came out, probably somewhere around that time. Uh, but I mean, like Wonder does a wonderful job. Uh, it's it's so animated, it's so vibrant, it's so full of life. Like it it you know, feels like a living world as opposed to like, you know, if you look at the new Super Mario Bros, it's just it's so corporate and so cold and like the the models Yeah, the models stretch weird and it's it's like I don't know, but you know, Wonder is like Wonder is animated. Yeah. Okay. I saw something you mentioned animate animated. Like I saw something actually about the animation in that game where um like in normal original Mario games, he's facing to the right. And you just yeah. see like the side of his face, right? So this time they kind of wanted him to, like still facing that way, but where you can see more expression on the faces. So what they actually did with the with the animation, they shifted everything on the face to yeah. the right side. Yeah. And so if you're looking at it from dead on, it looks stupid as fuck. But in the game, yeah. it looks yeah. fantastic because <laughs> you're getting the point of view that's supposed to be seen. So is it kind of like the whole anime face where like the mouths are talking from the side of the mouth? Yes. 100%. Yeah. yeah. It's not just Mario. It's all the playable characters are kind of like they're kind of like all the features of the characters are tilted Shifted. towards the screen. Right. Uh, but yeah. it works really well. It, it works fantastically. Uh, if yeah. you're a fan of the Mario platformers, get it. Like, okay. I, I mean, the, the controls are very tight. The, the badges, the badge system lets you play the game the way that you want it. And uh, yeah, I, I, mm. I think so. So the way that, so there's three types of badges. There are action badges, there are bonus badges, and then there's the expert badges. Okay. The, the action badges, mm. you can only have one equipped at a time. 
and you can you can choose to equip them before you go into a stage, right? Some stages have a recommendation of a badge that you could use, but you could pretty much just do whatever you want, right? Uh, the action badges give you a new ability. So the one that I usually use is the parachute cap, where if you're in the air, you could like you know press the R button and you open up a big parachute and it lets you. It gives you like almost like Peach's hover for the most part, right? Okay. And that that's really cool because a lot of the badges they took the the gimmicks and mechanics of previous characters and previous Mario games and just put it in a badge. So for those of you who don't know, Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Toads, they all control the exact same. There's no u- uniqueness between those characters. They all work the exact same. Interesting. And, but now you could equip a badge. So you could have, okay, well now you could have the Luigi's famous flutter jump. You could give that to Mario if you have the flutter badge, right? So you could, you could build it the way that you want. It, it does a really good job at it. And then they have like bonus badges, right? So, uh, you have like a coin magnet, so the coins just get drawn into you. You could you could choose what power ups you'll find in the in the game. So if you if you just want the mush uh, the, the mushroom the the elephant apple, you could get that even a level where they don't normally show up. So it's it's just it's really well done. Um, yeah, I what I will say is that it's not it's not it's not a very difficult game. Even okay. the more even the the levels that are supposed to be challenging aren't that challenging now are they not but, challenging because you're a seasoned mario player or are they not challenging because it's a baby game I, i'll be honest with you <laughs> i i see i've seen the levels that people are complaining about online and i have played and completed those levels and i do think that the average person online is a little bitch <laughs> um so so take that as you will but you know to be fair to your point yeah i've been playing mario games Longer than most people life. have been alive, so you know, yeah. But I, but yeah, that's fair. Um, I do, I do have some, some, some criticisms of Mario Wonder. Sure. Again, the the difficulty is a little bit, you know, it it could be a little bit more. But I do, I'm I'm not done with the game yet, so there are still more secrets for me to uncover. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the weakest point of the game has to be the boss battles. Mm. Um, I'm gonna run through the bosses, all the bosses. This might be a spoiler. Um, in fu- in fifth place we have Bowser Jr. Fourth we have Bowser Jr. Uh, third and second is a tie I think between Bowser Jr. and Bowser Jr. Mm, okay. Uh, <laughs> and then in in first place we have Bowser. Of course. Um, but other other than that, I think I think you know some people might look. I don't want to I don't want to cause any issues here, but I do think Bowser Jr. is a better boss than Bowser Jr. Other than that. <laughs> That's that's my list right there. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, no, it's it's just dude, it's such it's it's a fun game. Um well, that's what's supposed to be. That's that's Nintendo. That they're just there to make you feel like you're young again. 100%, yeah. There there are many yeah. You know, I I don't want to give too many spoilers. It's I mean, it's a Mario game. You know, like you know exactly what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. you're you're probably right. Whatever you're thinking in your head, yeah, that's what happens in the game. Right. Um but I think where it shines is the wonder effects. Every single level has a wonder flower. And whenever you touch it, you have no idea what the fuck is about to happen. Like, it, <laughs> you, there's just no way of knowing. And the thing that like I really appreciate it, every level, that's, I mean, that's the thing that really got to me. There has, there isn't a repeat. Like, 
almost all, I think all the wonder effects are unique. There are themes that are revisited. Like here's, here's a, here's a slight spoiler for one type of wonder effect, but there are musical levels and they are the most joyful experience I've ever had in my life. That's cool. But other than that, like sometimes it's fun. Like sometimes when I find a new wonder flower, I'm like, Oh, I, I, I bet I know what's going to happen here. It's like, okay, this is a desert level. Okay. I, I bet I'm going to touch this and the whole thing's going to flood and it's going to be like an oasis. And then I touch the wonder flower and it's like, nah, you're a balloon now go up into the air you <laughs> idiot i'm like okay oh, cool i guess this is where we're going now it's like it's no it's, it's the whole level <laughs> and it's really well done some levels have like secret exits that you need to find so like if you go to the the flagpole at the end mario slides down and he looks around and he's like no one's here and it's like oh you you got to go back you didn't find the real exit but it's 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 oh, it's shit. such yeah it's a really fun experience uh, it's a fantastic game. It, it looks glorious. And uh, one thing that I do want to talk about a little bit is the online play. Okay. Something completely new for Mario. So you could play this game if you have an internet connection. You could play this game online. And if you do, okay. you'll you'll see other people playing the same level that you are live. You, like a ghost you, version? Like, it's a ghost... It, yeah, it's a transparent version of them, but it is, like, a live player. Yeah. Interesting. So you could, okay. like... Huh. Yeah, so, so you can... You, if someone were to die, you can actually save them by touching their ghost, and then, oh. you know, you do a little bit of teabagging, and then they return the teabagging, <laughs> and you're like, okay, this is the real person right here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, interesting. But it's, it's interesting because it, the, there's this thing... The, there are these things called standees, you could place a standee on any part of the level, and they also act as collectibles. There's different standees for different characters. Okay. Uh, you could put a standee anywhere on the level. So what people are doing is that whenever they find a secret, like a hidden block or something, they'll, they'll find the hidden block, jump on top of it, put a standee. So when you pass that part of the level, you'll just see a floating standee, and you're like, okay, there's a secret here for me to find. Oh, that's cool. So it's kind of like a, a, a unique way of communicating with other people playing that level even though you can't really talk to each other which it kind of reminds right. me of the, the dark souls messages that you can leave behind yeah right okay but yeah no it's really well done and then and then those standees also act as a uh revive point if you happen to die and you come back as a ghost you have like five seconds to either get touched by a player or get, or get back to a standee hmm. so yeah no it's, it's really cool it's really interesting and it's there are some levels in the game that are specifically designed around you working with other players okay because every character can see invisible blocks. There are invisible blocks for every character that show up when you're playing as that character and get near them. So if you're playing as Mario, you'll see Mario blocks popping up that right. you could hit. Everyone could hit them, but you could see them. Right. So there so are if some we have different people playing online as different characters, like let's say the three of us. Yeah. Could we see each other playing or is it just random whoever you're seeing? Well, you can't you can play with friends over online. Okay. Yeah. So so we would be able That's to cool. play together. Yeah. No, it's it's really it, like it's kind of like the next step of what I want to see from Mario games, right? It it does suck that they took away the the collision between players because well, I mean mm. to be fair, this game would be a hellscape if if you were able to <laughs> jump on each other's heads all the time. <laughs> If you had the ability to pick up enemies and like chuck them around, yeah, no, it, it would be an absolute nightmare. 
Um, yeah, but it is sad to see that going because you'd be able to like level skip just by like jumping on top of Mario's head constantly and just be like, <laughs> you know, Dude, just, some, just... Of, some of the, the speed running tactics for this game are insane because the third type of badge are the expert badges. Okay. And they, one of them turns you invisible. Good luck. Uh, one of them, you just don't stop jumping. Okay. But I think the one that the speedrunners are going to enjoy is one that just makes you run nonstop, like at full speed. Oh, great. Yeah. Like it, it propels you at a speed faster than Mario could run at, at like, you know, at, at the, full tilt. The Storm. Sonic yeah. uh, version of Mario. Yeah, but it completely changes up everything because you could run right off of a ledge and you'll keep going. And then as soon as you start dipping down, you could jump and it propels you way up. So I'm, dude. I'm usually not a big fan of like speed running and stuff like that, just because I don't respect it as a sport. Um, but I am looking <laughs> sure. forward to seeing. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, good, you beat the game fast, good job. Uh, but I am looking forward to seeing how Mario Wonder the speed running, uh, how that community shakes up, just because I think the badges add so much to it. Anyway, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, uh, solid, a solid eight point five out of ten. I think is I think is where I'm sitting with it right now. Now, where would you rank it in between, like, the top five Marios? Like, is that in your top five, or is it, like, it doesn't hit the top five? I don't I don't want to put it in my top five, only because I've only had it for, like, a week. I feel sure. like it's, uh, to be fair, to be fair, I think right now my gut reaction is out of all the 2D Mario games, mm-hmm. it's, it's probably right up there with um, Mario 3 and, and Mario Land, or Mario okay. World again. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I'm comfortable with that. As as for overall Mario games, I think it's it's too early to tell. It's too early to tell. Mm. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, you talking anyway, about yeah. it now made me want them to make a Souls like Mario game. Oh, they did. It's it's that one level in Mario Odyssey where you fight a real fucking dragon. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I guess. Yeah, you you, re- you remember when the real life dragon showed up in a Mario? Game? I guess I guess you've yeah. never played uh, Super Mario: The Lost Levels. <laughs> yeah, that's no. true. Yeah, that that is that is very much a Souls. That game. is the Souls game of Mario <laughs> games. It was so hard that like they couldn't release it in North America. Basically, I oh I abs- that's my that's my favorite Nintendo trivia. It's- they made this game and they're like, we can't give this to the Americans. They they, they, they cannot <laughs> play stupid. this. They will not be able to handle this. We need to we, we need to figure out something. And then, and then what they just reskinned what was it, Doki Doki Panic? Yes. Well, Doki Doki Panic was like uh, a game that they were like testing out different yeah. scrolling methods to to run on the NES, and then they're like, yeah, yeah we can just put it on a Mario skin and, and put this out. Ship it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that actually interesting too, because the Desert World in Wonder has quite a few homages to Super Mario Bros. 2. That's interesting, which is, which is interesting to see because they, I don't know, man, outside of like Birdo, I don't think they really like talking about Mario 2. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, either way. Eh. Anyway, yeah, so Mario Wonder, fantastic game. Pick it up if you're a Mario fan or if you're not. Uh, consume cool try it out yeah yeah pick it up for the holidays what have you guys been playing you you got anything good on the roster before we get into the new section 
Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still chucking <laughs> away at Cyberpunk. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm still playing Lost Judgment, so. All right. I'm on uh, Act 3 of Baldur's Gate, so I got to... Got to beat that, and then I can start another run on that one. But uh, how many act, how many acts are there? There's there three. three there's three acts. Okay. Um, but then after you beat like your initial playthrough, then you can have the playthrough where you get the uh, dark urge, um, character. Mm. It's got a lot of interesting dialects, and uh, evil NPCs can like join your team and stuff like that. So it makes for a different kind of playthrough. Your evil playthrough, basically. Dude, I got I got so many games on my checklist to, to get through, hmm. and there's, oh, there's, tell still, me about it. there's still more coming out this year. I know. Like, like, yeah, you, there's no way we can keep up anymore. This is absolutely ridiculous. And now, now Pasquale got me on this new MMO that we're all going to be playing and putting in many hours. <laughs> Definitely, I not. guarantee you, we're going to be talking about consistently on the show uh, to the point where maybe we'll just you know just exclusively talk about this MMO. Pasquale, what was the MMO? What was what was it called? It was Palia. Palia, Palia, Palia. Yeah, okay. Well, the, well uh, Palia. Yeah. Um. All Palia, I know I is something. I have a copy of Detective Pikachu waiting for me to even start, and I'm just like I, I can't play a third game on top of everything else I'm doing. <laughs> I I can't even touch Detective Pikachu because I got WarioWare coming out and Super Mario RPG coming out, and it's just yeah. like this is uh, it's it's nonstop, and I got to get it's both of those much. out of the way before Princess Peach comes out. Mm-hmm. And then by then, can there's we- like. Can yeah, we as adults right. take time off to say like, hey, this is, I need a video game days. Like not sick days, not personal days, video game days. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll walk you through how to do it. Step one, get yeah. a wife. Uh, step two, make your <laughs> house go into a state of disrepair. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. step, step three, trick her into buying you more RAM for your PC. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. It all and, makes and sense. Then, uh, if you could do that, then apparently you could just play a however many video games you want. Shit, then that guy's onto something. Then there you go. Yeah, we've <laughs> yeah. been mocking him, but really, he, this man's playing 4D chess. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's shit talk Nintendo. Boom stinger. All right. All right. Nintendo shocks competitive fans with strict new community tournament guidelines. Some say we're back to the old days. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, this is... Uh, okay, so Nintendo caused us to across its competitive fan base today uh, when it announced new guidelines reg- regulating community tournaments. The guidelines posted on both Nintendo's Japan, UK, and, as of now, American websites dictated the terms for not-for-profit, small-scale community tournaments, or, as they'll be referred to as, simply community tournaments, involving games for which Nintendo owns the copyright, so Splatoon 3, Smash Brothers, etc. In short, these guidelines define the terms that organizers would have to follow in order to qualify for a small-scale event, allowing for them to function without an official license from Nintendo. Here are some of the highlights. Community tournaments may not generate commercial revenue. Okay. Okay. They, they must have a cap of 200 participants in person, or if it's online, you could have up to 300. Okay. Mm-hmm. Organizers may not receive compensation from per- third-party sponsors. They may not sell food, beverages, 
they may not sell merchandise. No prizes can be issued that exceed a value of five thousand U.S. dollars. Wow. There will there are no spectator fees for online tournaments. Okay, that makes sense. Organizers must publicly disclose all announcing all all accounting. Excuse me. Related to the cost of hosting the event promptly. So there has to be full transparency with how much is actually being spent. That also makes sense in a way. That does some of some of them do make sense. Yeah. Um, but anyway, causing more confusion, the guidelines have only been shared on Nintendo UK's and Japan's website. Uh but, but there there was an update, so it is now officially in place for Nintendo of America as well. So this is covering all three of the major regions here. Uh, organizers can still hold larger for-profit tournaments, of course, but those would require a license from Nintendo themselves. As was pointed out on social media shortly after the announcement, this means that larger tournaments that have already obtained a license are in the clear and do not have to worry about any of these new policies. There we go. Hmm. So well, yeah. this is really just for, like, if you have, like, a community center and you want the com- your local community to come play... You got to follow all this shit. Yeah. See, the problem with this is that it kills all of the small to medium tournaments that are going Mm -hmm. on. Because, I mean, like straight away, community tournament, you can't you can't make money off of it if you're holding a tournament. Yeah, you're right. not you're not allowed to have sponsors. You can't sell food. You yeah. can't sell drinks. The, you can't sell food and drinks. Thing is kind of strange to me. That's kind of dumb. Yeah, you can't like, sell merchandise. You can't give away a prize over a certain amount. Like, there's so many of these little things that just kind of kill a lot of the medium tournaments. This is Nintendo wanting control on. over as much of their product as they can get. Like, I I understand. Like, they don't want you profiting on like hosting a tournament. Like, I I kind of understand the sentiment with that, but at the same mm. time, it's like, how do you think they're paying for this? Like, the prize. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. They can't now. Like, <laughs> if you're holding a, a small tournament with a prize pool of five thousand dollars, that that has to just come straight from you, the organizers, or the, or you know the organizers. Um, but then, there's like, really nothing who, you can do. Who would want to do that if you're not making a profit? Unless you're like. No some billionaire who just wants to have fun. Yeah, you're some billionaire that gets your kicks off on hosting uh, Super Smash Bros. (laughs) tournaments. Yes, I'll have the poles beat each other up in the the video game. We will gather 200 poles. They will fight for five grand. Only if they play Super Mm. Smash Bros. in a stock battle. No items. This is no. hedonism bought from Futurama. 100%. We must, we must give them the items. Let them struggle. Let them fight mm, for brother. It. But I don't like the items. <laughs> I like it when they play with just their skills. But still, the immediate response highlights the ongoing complicated <laughs> issues between Nintendo and its competitive community, mm-hmm. particularly among Super Smash Bros. Even licensed tournaments, like last year's canceled Smash World Tour Championships, have faced extensive issues with dealing with Nintendo directly. Yeah. We talked about that last year as well. Yeah, that, that was did, where yeah. Uh, that was a story where they were working very closely with Nintendo, and they were very happy to work with Nintendo. 
and then just and then out of nowhere, screwed. out of nowhere, Nintendo's like, "We're not talking to you anymore. We're, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> we're 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 not going to talk to you anymore." Yeah, um, that's kind of yeah. I I mean, that's the for me, that's kind of the the pressure point here, where if you want to hold a large tournament where you are in the clear to do you know large tournament related things, you need to you need to deal with Nintendo directly, which yeah. is not an easy thing to do. Like they they are famous for being difficult to work with. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. Anything. So I, so I think like outside of the officially sanctioned Nintendo tournaments, I think that's like that's just it for the competitive scene, which is not good for competitive games. Mm-hmm. You know, this is also going to affect like small like I I say small, but like you know full time streamers that run tournaments they they can't do that anymore. <laughs> like so what is what is going to happen to Smash Bros and Splatoon and Mario Kart that have like a, this competitive scene well, that just can't have like these intermediate tournaments anymore I th- I think what they'll have to do is the day before the tournament you they have a fundraiser um and then all that <laughs> money then has to be spent on the tournament <laughs> I like some of these some of the posts here they're very fun uh, we're going back to the underground days, buckos. Back to the old days where tournaments are held in restaurant basements. It's cash-only entry, and we're going to be playing Project M instead of Smash. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, what? I mean, here's the thing, man. If Nintendo, you're going to ban all these small tournaments. All you're doing is now creating an underground fight club of illegal <laughs> Nintendo tournaments. That there are it is. Be- Happening throughout the city, you, you just see like the Nintendo Nintendo enforcement officers kicking at a in a random door, and then there there <laughs> it is like the basements. There's like there's like ten dudes huddled over top of some game uh, cubes that have been like hobgoblin together into like some Im- like crazy being, and there's like five flat screens just taped taped together mm-hmm. and duct taped. That's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the police are going to kick down the doors the of like the lo- police are going to kick down the doors of the local Chinese restaurant. Head to the basement. They're going <laughs> to pass the table of the dudes playing Russian roulette. Go straight to the guys playing Splatoon three. That's it. <laughs> Dragging this them out. This is illegal. <laughs> Where's your license? Where's your license? Uh, even lost at- their cut. <laughs> Even as much of the Smash community is shocked, however, some have pointed out that the guidelines aren't too dissimilar to what those in other professionally licensed esports. Others, meanwhile, have noted that the controversies in the past that may have sparked Nintendo's push to exert more control over tournaments uh, that involves its games. Yeah, that's that's fair. There there have been quite a few issues in the com- not not just like with Nintendo specifically, but Esports in general has had its fair share of controversy, which sure. I guess is something that, mm-hmm. you know, Nintendo, the squeaky clean image that is Nintendo, they don't want to be associated with that, um, which I understand because they are a very traditional Japanese company. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but I do think here's the here's the thing that, OK, here's another thing that bothers me about this sure. uh, in the outline for these new rules and regulations. Uh, it says that they will not answer any questions. <laughs> like it, it, it straight up says, Nintendo says, we will not be answering any questions about these policies. Go fuck yourself. So well, if you want to read... I guess in that way, so that not, like, no one can change the narrative by accident, like, whoever's in charge of PR, or, like, uh, their 
whatever account can't like accidentally give the wrong information and then they have to get assassinated and replaced and you know yeah no yeah <laughs> i know Nintendo's I... tired of knocking rubbing people out like rubbing rubbing people what out oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay good 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 <laughs> good word. good okay, good, good good stuff yeah i know i don't yeah. know man it's just uh it just it just feels so like Nintendo was always in a weird place of being like like I don't know if you guys remember back when we were just young children, YouTube was fresh on the market, right? Nintendo mm. was like, you can't if you make a game yeah. if you make a video playing a Nintendo game will fucking kill your family. Ruin like, yeah. they, they were like it's <laughs> this is a this is a slight exaggeration, but they were absolutely brutal oh, yeah. when it came yeah. to to anybody making a, a a game for it got to the point like if you were if you were making nintendo videos on your youtube channel back in the day that's all you were allowed to do and even yeah. then any money mm-hmm. that you were making straight to nintendo <laughs> like <laughs> like it was absolutely was, ridiculous was it a hundred percent of what you're making they, they took they took your money <laughs> wow and this you know this is back before youtube was an absolute monster right so they were they they obviously they backed down on that. Yeah. Now you can do whatever you want because it is transformative media and it is, it is different enough to be your content. Even if you are playing someone else's game, I don't mm-hmm. know if Nintendo actually agrees with that or not, but that is the way it <laughs> works. Now. have to now, but now we're, I don't know with this. It's like, we're kind of going back to the days of like, we are Nintendo. This is our game. Yes. You bought it, but it's ours. So we have the final say over what happens with our game. You know, and they I don't have know creative rights over it. You know, it's it's their IP. I get that, but I don't know what's what's the difference genuinely. Okay, what's the difference between somebody buying Splatoon three, mm-hmm. hosting a tournament, making a little bit of money off of it, compared to somebody buying Splatoon three, making a video off of it, and then making a living off of that video? You know, like yeah, there's, there's not mm-hmm. no difference. I, like I don't understand, like. I don't know, man. Like, yeah, I think, you're I think off the difference is the difference is if it's a video, like a thing online, Nintendo can have access to it and see what's going on. Whereas if it's a community thing, especially in person, it's not like they're going to have somebody there watching them the whole time, make sure everything's like to their standards. Yeah. Interesting. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know what? That's, that's a good point. Yeah. They have, you know, a video is public. You could, you could check it out whenever you want and, and review it while as a tournament might not, might not necessarily be public. Yeah. Like yeah. you don't know what's going down in that tournament besides playing a, a Nintendo game. That's a surprisingly succinct point you just made. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think Nintendo hates me and I get emotional about it. So <laughs> anyway, it's not personal. Yeah, no, probably not. Or you okay. know what it is? Well, it is, yeah. Fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah, it's your fault. Sponsor the show. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's let's just just move on to the next the, the second story of the night. Do you guys have anything you want to add on to this uh, Nintendo's new competitive stance? Um, yeah. I I think everything we said is is all that needs to be said on this one. Like, Nintendo's just gonna do what Nintendo does because Japan's so set in their ways and stuck in the past so all right well that talk about some playstation related news boom stinger (laughs) i had to sorry that was oh my god 
I've never been so thrown off my rhythm. I was, I was, I was right in there. I was in announcer mode, and now I'm like, uh, uh, uh like all right, let's okay. let's talk let's talk about this story. Uh, the upcoming PlayStation Five Slim has popped up online, and with that comes fresh information about how the optional disc drive will work with the digital edition of the console. It's this is already a, this one sentence has already irritated me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Charlie Intel Twitter account published images of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 PS5 Slim Bundle. And eagle-eyed observers notice a disclaimer that has set the cat among the pigeons within the video gaming community. I've never heard that expression in my goddamn life. That's Somebody has me. set the cat among the pigeons. Uh, internet connection required to pair disk drive and PS5 console upon setup. So the smaller PS5 design comes with one terabyte storage for the PS5 and PS5 digital edition, up from 825 gigabytes in the original version of the console. And the new model provides the option to add a Ultra HD Blu-ray disk drive to the PS5 digital edition. So... This is our first step towards modular building a game system, which is something we've talked about years ago at mm-hmm. the point. We've done this show to the point where we could say that we talked about this years ago. Yeah. If wow. you buy the PS5 Digital Edition, you could add on an Ultra HD Blu-ray disc drive for the PS5 later on at a time of your choosing. It'll also be sold separately for 80 bucks. by the way. That's American. Um once inventory of the current PS5 model has sold out, the new PS5 will become the only model available. Also, that's something that I'm just reading now for the first time, mm-hmm. which is terrifying <laughs> to me. Mm-hmm. So apparently Sony made four and a half PS5s, and now they're replacing them <laughs> immediately with these new designs that are coming uh, <laughs> very soon. It really to, feels to like spend more money. PS5, if, yeah, it really feels like it just got back into full production where it was easily available. Yeah, we, I, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm, I'm sure the effects are still being felt throughout the industry, but I feel like for the most part, the chip shortage is under control at this point. More or less. Ish. Uh, but now, yeah, but now it's like, all right, we, we're already moving on to the, the next iteration of the PS5, a system that, in my personal opinion, hasn't really started yet. You know, like we're yeah. still in we're still in the setting up era of the PS5, but I don't know. Anyway, so if you are somebody who is going to be getting the digital version of the PS5 new model, whatever these things are called, and you do want to add on your your disk drive, you are going to have to connect this thing to an, to an internet cable to pair it. Once it is paired, apparently you do not need to maintain that wired connection. And again, this has to be a... This, by the way, this has to be a wired connection. This cannot be done through Wi-Fi. It has to be through a wired oh, internet no. connection. Uh, once you're done that, this is only the digital edition, right? This is only if you. This is this is if you get the digital. This is if you get the digital edition, but you want to add on the the disc drive to it later on. I'll just buy the disc drive like I did before. This is absolutely ridiculous. I have to. (laughs) So so just just so just so we're clear, the PlayStation Five optional disc drive has an online DRM. Uh, so this is, uh, yeah, so this is the world we're living in now. I don't know, man. I, I just like, I, I'm kind of hesitantly optimistic about a modular 
gaming system because I think that that's an interesting concept that opens up possibilities for people to build something to their budget but also to their tastes, right? Um, right. But I feel like if this is, you know, for for the I I honestly I do think for the vast majority of people, if you are somebody who's buying a digital game system and then you want to buy an optional disc drive for it, you could you probably have an internet cable lying around somewhere. I'm just gonna hazard a guess, yeah. right? That's not something that your grandmother is gonna do. They're not gonna go to the Babbage's and be like, mm-hmm. "Can I get the digital version?" And I'd also like to pick up an optional disc drive. Like, no, that's not gonna happen, mm-hmm. right? But I do think that uh, I don't think the technology is is quite there yet. If this, if these are the hoops that we got to jump through, I just but not even that. I feel like it would be abused if they had to get to that point where everything was modular. Because, like, if you see this, it actually says vertical stands sold separately. So that just means every little piece is going to become sold separately. Oh yeah, we we've talked about that as well. Yeah, if you if you want the stand, yeah. if you want to be able to stand the son of a bitch upward, you you need to buy. I think like it's a forty dollar stand. As well. That's like that's, that's ridiculous. Well, that's how it used to be with the PS two as well. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, great. that's right. That's that's just bringing it back from the past. Um, mm. The thing that annoys me is this this DRM thing. Like, <laughs> it should just work. It there's no reason you need to have uh, an online connection to hook up uh, the the CD drive. That makes zero not, sense. But it's not even an online connection. It's a wired connection. Well, it's, it's a- still it's still an online connection, but a wired online connection. Like, yeah. What happens if you live in a place where like you don't have access to, to the tv to the to the router oh then you're then you oh, gotta carry, <laughs> carry your tv downstairs or upstairs uh hook everything up for that one section and then hope that it works and then bring it all back down that's then, stupid then what you do is you buy the the disc version of the new ps5 yeah. and you don't deal what with bothers that. me though is the at least in the U.S. it says the digital version is four forty nine, and then if you're adding that eighty dollars, that's well over five hundred dollars. Yeah. But the, the one with it already included is four ninety nine. Oh, right. So yeah. for an extra fifty bucks, I I got this figured out. I got this figured out. So what you got to do, you buy the PlayStation, you get your optional disc drive, then for you to hook it up to your router by a wired connection you have to buy the yeah. playstation portal remote player so that oh you can so that you can <laughs> then use the remote in the access where you don't have tv to then play it so then all in all you've now spent nine hundred dollars yeah wow uh there's also concern stemming from a potential problem years down the line at a time where sony may have switched its authentication servers off Perhaps Sony will issue an update at some point to remove the check, but as it stands now, a connection is required. Yep. Yeah. It's just, uh, I don't know, man. It, this feels like the... I, I, I think it just feels like so out of place because it is the current generation. Like, if this yeah. were to be something from, like, 2013, I'd be like, that makes sense. It's got to... You got to connect it online. That only makes sense. But I don't know, man. It's just... These are weird hoops to jump through for something that just seems it weird hoops to jump through for something that only a very small amount of people are going to have to deal with, you know? Yeah. I don't know. But what do I know? I don't, I don't make Sony's. You don't I'm make more Sony's? upset about charge. I'm more upset about, uh, yeah, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Sony maker. I'm, I'm genuinely <laughs> more 
tilted at the fact that the original PS5 is going to be phased out already. Yeah. That upset. How long has it been? Then, it's been, it's like, been like two years. Three years? Two years? Three years? I don't know. Fuck it. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, that's what tilted me originally. And then I got tilted again when I remember that they were charging $40, $30, excuse me, $30 for a, 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 base. a vertical base stand. And that's absurd. Yeah. Welcome to the future, baby. The modular era has begun. It's just going to get worse. This is DLC for your console at this point. Yeah, no, it's it's physical. It's it's not it's yeah. not DLC. It's just straight up it's just straight up add-ons. I mean, technically add-ons, hooking, yeah. hooking up your your thing to the internet is DLC. You actually, so. yeah, you do need to download it. Yeah, that's actually yeah. That is a downloadable code, so. <laughs> They got they got DLC on this new hardware, baby. All right, well, you guys have any final thoughts on this? I I, I feel gross. I'm just if glad I have my PlayStation just, now. That's all. Yeah, yeah just play the, the the disc version to start. Don't don't even bother. Yeah, well, yeah, just I think the problem is they're banking on people to only buy either the digital console and and not have to deal with any of this. But yeah, probably uh, stop stop supporting that. Physical only. Mm-hmm. Chris, I have I have a question for you, actually. Yeah. There was a system, little 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 system called the Nintendo sixty four. Yeah. It had a slot on the bottom that mm-hmm. you could that could be used to attach a device mm-hmm. uh, that, if I remember correctly, it would allow you to play CDs. Uh, mm-hmm. the ultra like the uh, disc drive, the disc drive. The 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 Doctor V sixty four, the Doctor V. I don't remember this one. I know. Well, there might have been one of them, but there were well, there, there was, were other. There was the one that was exclusive to Japan that we never got in North America, which, yeah. which is disc drive, DD sixty four. You know, so hey, man, I'm just saying, this isn't anything new to video games. You know, we've had we've had modular options for for systems for quite a while. Oh, yeah. Well, even even the what? Nintendo GameCube, we had the Game Boy Advance Player, which was a yeah. which is an add on that you had to have the CD in the the tray to actually make yeah. the machine work. But no, this the is point also I'm, at a time when it made sense. Now the the point I'm making is none of those required a wired internet connection to get hooked up you know those were those were plug and play yeah well even look at the the sega we had the sega cd that you'd hook up your sega genesis onto the sega cd unit and then you would run it like that and then you hit the the sega 32x also another modular thing that you pop in it would work as soon as you plugged it in i had i had a big screen that i plugged into my game boy so i could see the the screen better yeah I wonder if they're doing this maybe as an authentic authentication uh, process, just to make sure it's like their their product that you're connecting. Uh, instead people of aren't using like that's... proprietary uh, systems or anything like that. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's... possibly. That's that's the whole thing of the DRM or whatever it is. The yeah yeah yeah. Well, yeah, I, but... I guess yeah, right. If if stuff like this catches on and it it becomes more mainstream, then yeah, you're gonna have knockoffs, right? And then. <laughs> Yeah. Sony, Sony's not going to like you putting a third-party piece of hardware into their, you know, their console. Put, a, put, a, put an Xbox disk drive into the Yeah, PS5. right. I'm just yeah. a horrible homunculus. I'm just waiting for someone <laughs> to take apart this disk drive and somehow run it into their Xbox and, and make some sort of hybrid console. It's going to happen. I don't like it. 
All right, well, surprisingly, that's uh, that's all we have for the news section of the show this week. We're a little yeah. bit light on news, but that's fine. Well, that's because, that's because uh, all the good news we had last week when we recorded is on our episode that didn't work properly. Died. So. <laughs> yeah, we have we have another lost episode. I mean, <laughs> like reason- the, the episode exists. It's just it sounds like complete garbage and it's well, i say release it and if you like it great no not, no it's yourself. it's no one's not gonna <laughs> want to listen to it it's it's borderline unlistenable <laughs> all right anyway whatever it's not like we've been doing this for like two years now or anything like that well that's what uh, happens when you move from system to system that's true yeah we yeah. are making it incredibly difficult on ourselves <laughs> anyway uh, yeah. that brings us to the end of the show Chris, do we do we have a, a, a technically planned for this evening? I have everything you need. Oh my god! Well, and that's it. In that case, it's time to hand things over to you, Chris. Take it away for the final section of the show, a section we like to call uh, technically. All right, welcome to the end of our <laughs> podcast, where we will be playing a game called uh. Technically, and unfortunately, like I just mentioned not too long ago, we played this last week, and we actually had an uprising in this game where Pat somehow pulled out two points. That's right. Not just one, but two points using a, a oh. an extra special edition question that I wish everyone got to hear, and I wish wasn't wasted on an episode that was lost to time, but that's okay, because... <laughs> I pulled this out of my ass, and uh, I have an extra one just in case of emergency. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Oh, my but, God. But I will say, with this game, I will be reading you a statement about a video game, and oh. it is your job to correct the incorrect thing about that statement. There is one rule, though. You must say, uh, technically, before you answer... Do we have and you, to do it with that voice? You don't have to, but you know, I, I'll give you style points for it. Okay, um, cool. Yeah. Now, there. Are, the only thing is, you can interrupt me at any time, but you have to say the phrase just like Jeopardy style. Mm. So, when I read my statement here, feel free to chime in. All right. First to two points or two correct uh, corrections gets the point and. Here we go. This first one is about Gex. Enter the Gecko. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. Following nope. his victory over Rez in the media dimension, Gex has become a famous movie star. Two years later, his life is soon turned upside down when one day he was watching television when all of a sudden it goes blank and Rez's images begins flashing on the screen. Two government agents also appear and explain that Rez has returned and they need Gex's help in taking him down once again. Gex refuses, saying that he already saved the world once and that she, they should find someone else. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh... yeah. I gotta be honest, I played this game like 25 years ago. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. This is one of the games that my parents would not allow me to play when <laughs> it came out. Uh, but I do have a very strong memory of him singing what I think is probably at this point a racist song about women <laughs> in France. Probably. Um, and the, yeah, that's I'm that's my only memory. I remember oh, yeah, nothing oh, of this game. Yeah, no, that burnt into the corneas. Give us. Can can we have one more read through? Sure. All right. Following his victory over Rez in the media dimension, Gex has become a famous movie star. Two years later, his life is soon turned upside down when one day he was watching television when all of a sudden it goes blank and Rez's image begins flashing on the screen. Two government agents also appear and explain that Rez has returned and they need Gex's help in taking him down once again. Gex refuses saying that he has already saved the world once and that they should find someone else. Uh, mm. Technically, it was only one government agent? No, there was two government agents. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I got nothing. Yeah. Oh, are we gonna, we're going to call this one as a, as I, a no answer? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry, man. I, I'm putting my... <laughs> I feel like I'm letting myself down. All right. Uh, No answer on this one. Uh, So Gex has not become a famous movie star. He's actually retired from the public eye and returned to solitude. Ah, He's just like me. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, retired at at 28. Uh, uh, I would have loved to do that. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Well... With that, we'll move on to the next statement, which is about Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Rose. Oh, let's go, baby! All right. Upon its release, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelist of the Roses received mixed reviews from most game critics, with many critics praising the Uh, game. Technically, it was was the best game ever released. It was a phenomenal (laughs) piece of media. Um... that's subjective, but sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, upon its release, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Duelist of the Roses received mixed reviews from most game critics, with mo- many game critics praising the game for its graphic design and appeal, but criticizing its tedious gameplay and lack of fair challenge. That's it was fair, a, yeah. <laughs> it was a commercial failure, earning one of the worst-selling PlayStation 2 titles of the what, mid-2000s. Uh, technically, what are you talking uh, Technically, it was not a commercial failure. It was like one of the best games on the PS2. <laughs> you son of a bitch. That was like one of the best-selling games on the PS2, easily. Uh, uh, I'm <laughs> Can you be more, <laughs> be more specific? Uh, technically, it was a commercial success. It wasn't a commercial failure. <laughs> that, is, that is correct, yeah. Uh, I tried okay. to slip that one in there. <laughs> I played that game. I got like 400 fucking hours in that game, dude. Um, Damn. Can, okay. Now I don't know. Sure I'm, I'm pretty sure it's also one of the, like the PS2 greatest hits titles. It is actually. I was gonna ask if, if yeah, um, yeah. So okay. that that's a point for Pat. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I thought I thought I would throw like an easier one in there by saying it was yeah. a commercial failure with you know one of the biggest franchises in card games. 
Uh, <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, most Yu-Gi-Oh games are trash. Yeah, I, I could have believed that, so that that's why I didn't say nothing. That's okay. You didn't you didn't yeah. play much Yu-Gi-Oh growing up as a as a child. Not really. Squally, huh? that, not, that was not really. the, you didn't you think were, it, you, were more... you didn't think it was time to were you more of a a Pokemon kid or I was was you you were. Now let me let me ask you a question. Do you actually mm-hmm. know how to play the Pokemon TCG? No. <laughs> I don't think anybody does to be honest. Nobody well, does, right? Well, it's cuz you didn't yeah. you didn't own a copy of the Pokemon trading card game for the, the Game Boy Color. No. Nope, yeah. Did not. All right. I just played the game I think I think uh, if I remember correctly, Duelist of the Roses came with three promo cards. I'm pretty sure somewhere in this dumpster of a room, I still have those promo cards. I want to see if I can find them. I'm pretty sure I have two copies. I'm pretty sure I have two copies of this game and not a single one of them came with the cars included. So really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I must, I must, but I got them second handed. So yeah, they were, they Um, were weird, right? They were like magnet boys or something like that. Maybe. Anyways, your next your next statement is about injustice. Okay. Gods Among Us? That's the one. All right. The series plot and premise take place within an alternate reality to the main DC universe where Superman has become a tyrant. The first game, Injustice Gods Among Us, focuses on Batman receiving aid from past version of the Justice League's members to join his insurgency to end Superman's regime. The second game, Injustice 2, follows the same narrative five years later after the events of the first game and the same universe of the regime where Batman's insurgency rebuilds society after Superman's fall while dealing with a society of supervillains led by Gorilla Grodd and an alien collector, Brainiac, forcing Batman to consider freeing Superman to help combat the threats. You said a lot of nerd shit in that. I sure uh, did. <laughs> I feel like this was a very also, Stefano uh, that's, heavy one, but... Yeah, seriously. Also, did you say regime? Regime. Regime. Regime? It's the same word. <laughs> it's the same word, yeah. <laughs> okay. You've never heard it uh, saying regime? No. That's the French way, my dude. That's the that's the Pokemon, right? Regime is the French way. Both of them. It's it's anyway. a French word. <laughs> it's, it's a French word, right? Yeah, hold on, go well, No, uh, technically, it's not past versions; it's alternate versions. Uh, can you be more specific? No, not really. <laughs> it's it's uh, technically Batman doesn't recruit versions of characters from the past he recruits versions of characters from his reality in an alternate reality yeah uh that's mostly correct i'll, I'll give it to you pat okay. um uh, he, he receives go. aid from alternate universe where he summons counterparts of the justice league members from another universe to join his insurgency and then end yeah. the resume so see i know that because time travel is ridiculous Multi-dimensional hopping, I could get my hand around, but you know, going yeah. back in time—that's that's too much. It's too much. Yeah, time travel's a wibbly wobbly thing. I've heard. So. Yeah, too it's wibbly, too wibbly, too wobbly. Well, 
Look at that. Pat dominating the game once again. But that's okay because I am an awesome person and feel like giving Pasquale another chance here. He's going to give Pat another point. I'm going to give you, Pasquale, a chance. Yes. Okay, great. This one is very, very special because this one's going to give you a chance to catch up. Okay. And here's what you got to do. If you get this right, you get all of Stefano's points. I, I will, I will give you four points. Whoa! Wow! But here's the thing. Oh my god! Here's the thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask you to name off as many items from the Super Smash Bros. universe. Like these are items that you can use in the game as 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 a fighter. I feel like we need to we need to set a limit. How, Do ma- I need how the many technical names or? I like, need you I to be no. You need to give me the exact item name. Oh. Now, as now, opposed to what? Now, no, hang on, hang on, on, hang on, hang on. What, do you, what does that even mean? He's got to give me the item name of the yeah. item. It's yeah. got to be very specific. If it is unspecific. It doesn't count. If he gives me the wrong name, it doesn't count. He's got three strikes. Okay. Name as many what? of the items, and you have you're you're aiming for fifteen. Fifteen. E. That's not happening. Uh. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Pokeball. Okay. That's probably one, yeah. That's one. That's probably yeah. Um, box. Mm. I'm pretty sure it was one that's just a box. It's not a box. That's not specific enough. Or so that's an X. Great. Crate. Let's Great. let's check to see if that's the technical name. Can we get confirmation on crate? Crate, crate is the is a correct name. I was okay. gonna say crate. That's in, two. Yeah. Uh, sword. Oh, hang on, hang on. I feel like there's a sword. Mm. I don't think it's called sword, my dear. It is not just called sword, so that is an X. Fuck me. Uh, Star Wand. I think think that's right. Is that right? Mm, I'm sorry, Pisqual. It is called a Star Rod. Oh. Well, Technicality. I gave. Right. I told. It's got to be uh-huh. exact. I gave I very, the very specific. You had the opportunity. I. I'm sorry, but mm-hmm. there we go. That is. That is. Uh, technically, you know, it's for the, not for nothing. You could. You could have just started naming Pokemon. I could have, but <laughs> no, those aren't items. Items, yeah. I, I think they're, they're they're items, aren't they? No, no they're summons. You throw the Pokeball, and you get a random. Pokemon. If I chuck an electrode at you that came out of a Pokeball, does that, that does that not constitute an item? No, no the, the item is the Pokeball. Is yeah, but, the, but what do you, what constitutes an item in the world of Super Smash Brothers? I can well, I can actually tell you if, you if you so there's there's four classes four or five classes of items here. You got regular That's items, right. all right, and then the next is produced by other items, right. 
Then you have uncontrollable items. Well, hold on. Are Pokemon not classified as items produced by I'm, other items? I'm, I'm getting there. Produced by <laughs> fighters only in particular stage or modes. Okay. And then, no, Pokemon individual Pokemon do not count. I disagree. So. I, I have memories of getting a Pokeball. Throwing mm -hmm. said Pokeball, mm -hmm. which is an item, which is an item. We agree it's an item. An item is something that you could interact with and mm -hmm. and cause damage or, or effects with, correct? Yeah, yeah. From that Pokeball came an electrode. I picked up the electrode. I threw you the electrode. You pick up the Pokemon. You can pick up electrode. You, you can pick up electrode sure? and you can pick up uh, uh, the other one, Bonsley. You you could you could chuck those two sons of bitches, technically making them items. Well, according to the Smash Wiki, that the Pokemon are not items themselves. Well, the Smash Wiki needs to be updated. So <laughs> it's horribly underfunded. We need to do our part to give them the the money that they need to to run an actual comparable. Have, have, right. have you so, almost a billion dollars to name it Dickopedia and then uh... All right, Pat, just just for shits, give me 15 smash items. Same same rules. Jesus Christ. Uh <laughs> Uh there, well, okay, there's the cardboard box which which is an item. Uh yes, cardboard box, yep. I said box and it didn't count. I said he had no. to be specific. Uh, there's there's five sorry. boxes, Pasquale. Oh, okay, fair. We got the banana peel. Uh, dude, come on. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's hard to think of them off the top, off the top of your head. It, it, it genuinely is. All right, there's the bomb yeah. on. Yep. And and by extension, there's also uh oh fuck, what's it called? The the bomb that's a rat. The uh the bomb bomb chew. Oh, yeah, you got it. That's correct. The bomb of the bomb chew. Uh, if we're looking at the world of Kirby, there's the Warp Star, the the Dragoon, which is my favorite car from Kirby Air Ride. Is it Dragoon? Or, yeah, yeah, Dragoon. Ah, mm, uh, Jesus. Tech, yeah, okay. There's a Smash Ball, and by yeah, comparison, the the fake Smash Ball. Uh, uh, <laughs> Hang, uh, on, hang on, hang on. I'm checking, I'm checking to see if they count. Yeah, there's no okay. way that doesn't yep. count. How does that not count? I'm just, I'm the just old... checking what they consider an item. Uh, Mr. Saturn is in there. I know that for sure. That's, that's because, correct. Because he's he's a funny little man. Mm -hmm. Can I can I also say Pokeball, or is that being taken away from me? Uh, I mean, sure, if you want to take it. The Pokeball, yeah. The the red shell and the green shell. I think both of them are in there. Uh, screw attack. Uh, uh, the X bomb is one. Holy shit! This is uh, this is not this is not easy. Very There's the the uh, the super spicy curry, which is my favorite item because it makes you all a little little run. Uh, Christ, am I, am I done? Do I do I keep going? Um, super spicy curry. It is it is specifically called the super spicy curry, not the spicy curry. Uh it is not called the super spicy curry. It's not called super mm. spicy curry? Oh hang on, hang on. They they don't they put super spicy as one word. My bad. Jesus Christ. Super spicy is not an actual word. I just just so everyone should know that. It should be super <laughs> spicy. 
It's no, it's a, hey, look, um, that's what they call it in the world of they Nintendo. need more funding. Don't give them shit. That's what I'm telling you, man. This this wiki's underfunded. All right, uh, well, uh, that that is 15, by the way. You you nailed it right on the head. Okay, but no, there's also the Master Ball. We didn't talk that's, about the, that's. The, the, I was the gonna say that was a very one. obvious oh. one. The the Party Ball or uh, uh, the the Animal Crossing uh, pit, not pit ball, pitfall. Is there a, a party ball and a pitfall? Potter, yeah, and then there also electrode. Electrode, who is uh, an item? Uh, electrode is <laughs> not an item, but that's okay because you've already nailed eighteen technically. So, congrats! Wow. Yeah, every once in a while, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to the world of video games. So, the, uh, never make okay. me do that again. I hated that. That was that was. You're actually, welcome. That was horrific. <laughs> no extra points, but thank you. All right. Well, okay. Well, geez. Well, I think, uh, well, with that, then I guess we're at the end of the show, aren't we? There was one thing. I was just for fun looking up uh, patch notes from The Sims. Mm, As as one does. Yeah. Yeah. Just because. And uh, on Reddit, I found one of them from The Sims 3 that said, a meteor can hit a building, in which case everyone will run out before the collision. Those who do not exit the building will die. Sims automatically leave if a meteor is approaching, unless it is a school in which children are not allowed to leave and will always die. Holy shit, wait. It's so dark. I mean, mean, kids aren't allowed to be left the school unless they were dismissed, I guess. I'm sorry, I want to clarify. So, was that a bug, or did they make it so that happens? No, I think that was the bug that they didn't leave. So the, bug was the, ch- the children how, accepted their fate. How often does <laughs> meteors crash into schools in this? I, yeah. guess, I guess enough because there was a comment here where it says uh, someone lost a few hours of gameplay because a meteor hit the school and almost every child in the town died. It was horrific and I had to reload it because I couldn't handle an entire generation being wiped <laughs> out like that. <laughs> Yo, I, don't, I, I need to get back into the sims man because can you <laughs> imagine months. putting in putting in eight hours on a like a very casual game you know you're playing the sims <laughs> for eight hours that day but instead of cleaning your room then all yeah. of a sudden a fucking meteorite comes down out of nowhere your whole town <laughs> a point one percent occurrence rate on the table there and you're like oh i guess all of that's all meaningless will someone please <laughs> yeah. think of the children no because <laughs> they're gone uh, anyway, mm. well, hey, fun. if you like if you like this episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast, be sure to leave us a review anywhere. Really, it helps. I've been your host, Patrick Dennehy. Joined with me this week, Chris Montpetit. Uh, be sure to spay and neuter your pets. Mm-hmm. And speaking of spaying and neutering, Pasquale Galuzzo. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I, I'm I'm mentally here now. By the way. Oh, good. Yeah, no. Now, Just in now time that we're done. Also, I should yeah, put away the, the cone of shame. Yeah, no, no. We'll oh, get him after. Yeah, yeah. Okay. See you next week on the next episode of Let's Get Gaming Podcast. Until then. Hopefully. Keep your stick on the ice. Oh, bye. Oh, that's bye. right. I said it.